Okay, it's recording. And we're back. Okay. It was a subject I wanted to touch on. Um her name is um everybody don't seen it. Y'all don't seen it. How you say it, Charlize? Yeah. Child. Honey, first of all, white people adopting black kids, honey. That's a whole nother subject right there. That's I think that needs to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> you not you're not saving us. You're not saving us. It's as far as like cultural it's too many cultural differences for them to think that they are able to raise black kids. This shit tears my damn nerves up. Then you got this little boy walking around here looking like a little girl because I guess one day he felt I don't know what the fuck. Maybe he picked up a doll one day and she ran with the shit. Like that to me that shit is ridiculous. This is a black man you're raising. A black man. And I'm gonna be I'm about to say probably about it. <laughs> First, yeah, I agree. I've always been suspicious of them Caucasians when they go and they um adopt, and they're not even black. They're not even black Americans, and they're adopting. They're adopting these fucking Africans. So shame on the Africans for letting fucking kids go off of these Caucasians. You didn't learn exactly. from your kids. Like, they come over there and get your people, and they uh, don't do right by them. So why are you letting your kids go off into with these Caucasians? Um, with they weird ass lifestyle. She's not the only actress or so so-called celebrity who's dressing their black, uh, with African children up as and their boys. She's not the only one doing that. I believe um, was Angelina Jolie doing a style dress up as the opposite sex at one time. And I think Sandra Bullock, little black little baby, uh, African baby. These kids are like some kind of accessory. Exactly. Uh, like a purse, um, right? Do I mean? I want to keep this on tail. They ain't got no elite. They ain't got no allies over here. They allies the one Miss Fina got in their ass. Who they gonna tell? And who gonna look out for these kids? Right. When they families uh, across the water, these celebrities sit here and watch us celebrities let these kids dress up. These wigs and things on, and they think that shit cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. And for you to be a shade lighter than him, or the same shade as him, and stand by and let this shit go on, and you still rub elbows with these people, you ain't shit. So somebody to save those, to save those children, <laughs> please, please. Because <laughs> I mean, they'll be. If they was in, if it was a black family, you think that they would let that boy dress up like that? Hell no, hell no. Hell I no. saw my son one time, and he might have been three. And I told him, I said, "No, this for girls." And y'all can say what the fuck y'all want to say, but he ain't picking no door since I wasn't. And I said, "For girls, he needs to stay in his boy lane." Right. And boys in my world, boys don't play with. They don't, and that's ain't nothing wrong with that, <laughs> cause that's what the way it's supposed to be. And he ain't never asked for it all. So I mean, what the fuck y'all? Yeah, it's too far these days. With there's no boundaries in that, and that's why everything is out of order and out of fact. Right. 
And Charlize, I used to support you. I used to like your movie. But I haven't seen shit you done been in as a once once you saw it. I've little brown babies. I ain't been fucking with you, Charlize, because I've seen what time was with you. And I didn't agree with it then. Don't agree with shit now. Y'all got some foul shit going on mm-hmm. with them children. I wonder how much money they get for them kids. Oh, do they get any? They probably don't get anything, do they, since they adopted them? Mm-hmm. Even still, I don't know. I'm just yeah, trying, to out, I'm trying to figure out the reasoning. What the? F- <laughs> There's no reason. We got 30 seconds though. Mm-mm-mm. So I guess we gonna yeah we gonna we gonna leave that alone. Um, and we'll bring it back. Hey y'all, this is Amy. Um, I came back on here um just to do a little bit of something. Um We recorded some stuff earlier and um we're having some kind of difficulties or whatever or whatnot. So we had to figure out a better way to do this podcast from two separate locations. But um I had one to when we were talking about the uh, transgenders and uh, Usher and Karen on and Lil Duvall and all this and all that. I forgot to mention Bobby V. You know, um, that nigga was uh, outed. Uh, but, like, we didn't already know Bobby. Probably it's Barbara when it becomes 8 p.m. at night. I mean, let's not. Who are we kidding? We all saw the red carpet. Uh, I think it was like a BT award show here on the white and gold. Looking like the goddamn white Power Ranger. Like, we all knew that. And then that picture where he had his hairstyle, like one of the midgets, uh, munchkins off Wizard of Oz. Um, he lost me. I mean, and it, I mean, Anonymous is the shit. Anonymous tell me slow down. That that that's the soundtrack of my college years. Uh like, like my freshman sophomore year, so you know, but damn Bob The gossip, the T on you is that you known for running out on the girls, on the on the T girls, transgender girls for people who ain't held to the slang that you be running out on your tab, so is you getting dick or you taking dick? Well, you might be. Well, apparently they saying you taking dick because you're not paying for it. So, I mean, you look like a thief in the night. <laughs> Why is you running up on the plug, Bobby? Huh? Tell me. Tell me. No pun intended. But, uh, yeah, Bobby be up in there. He ain't denying the shit. So, you know, and then we had some some people that's in the LGBT community um, say that, you know, he's known to be that type of guy that like those type of girls you know so you know hey to each his own i guess but honey baby that shit had you run out the house leaving your keys and your shoes so where was you going how was the awkward moment when you had to turn around and come get your shit so you can actually like officially leave if you gonna walk off Make sure you don't collected all your items. I mean, because uh, you can't walk off when you have to turn around and come back, you know, on some let me do this over shit. That, that, I mean, it don't lost its momentum. The moment is gone at that point. So, 
I don't know. Bobby need to be a little less sloppier with his uh, rendezvous. Um, so also real quick, um, I just want to, I've noticed that, you know, Nicki Minaj has been seen jamming to uh, Bodak Yellow and all this and all that, which all seems fake and manufactured because it was a little bit of tension between them two um, from Nicki's side because I don't think Cardi gives two fucks. I wouldn't, I mean, because Nicki's, she's shown to be real corny this year. Uh, coming from, she acting like she fake like Cardi B now. Why? Because Drake brought on stage. Why? Because everybody pumping the Bodak Yellow and so for you to not have the same reaction, you'll be looking like the hater that you are. That shit not genuine. And then Cardi put some um shit on Instagram and deleted it. She may be hip to the game. I hope she peeped what I peeped. Uh, I don't think that shit genuine. No, for those who's requesting that Nicki Minaj get on Bo that Yellow, the fuck not. Why the fuck would she get on there and ruin that fire ass song? She has ruined enough songs for this year because I heard a little snippet of that shit she got with Future. And I wish I could do the trash emoji. Because that's where it needs to be. In the fucking trash. I don't like that shit. I mean, I do like that song with her and got it up. Rake it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up. Wake it up, wake it up. I like that little shit. That goes. I don't know if I like it because of Gotti or the beat. I mean, Nicki do I on that song. But hey, what do y'all think? Should Nicki be on Bodette Yellow? And my vote is for no. Hell no. Tell me what y'all think. Power. Motherfucking power, bitches. Did anybody catch the episode? I know I didn't talk about six. And I probably really won't talk about it. Um, it was our right episode, but this motherfucker Sim. The motherfucker Sim. Um, <laughs> Ty, this shit is a whole heap of mess. I have been trying to figure out since, uh, I think episode five, I think, what was Tasha's angle. Definitely in six. I wonder, what's, what's she going with this? Because right now, you know, she's going to slip with the lawyer, honey, with his corny ass. Uh, she slept with him, and um, I don't know if this shit is genuine. Uh, Tasha is trying to save her ass for the future because you know, Tommy and St. Patrick is still wrapped up in some shit, you know, still got the possibility of going to trial for the drug shit and shit. So, you know, I don't know what Tasha Angle is, but honey, she is not feeling St. Jane St. Patrick. He's trying to what, play this facade like this happily married couple trying to get their life back together. Like, nigga, how much is you paying her to be carrying on with these shenanigans? I know she your wife, but honey, you doing some extra shit. And all these problems are because you can't, like she said, keep your fucking dick in your pants. Mm-mm. So... And Ghost gave Tommy the phone. And like I motherfucking said, Teresi is Tommy's motherfucking father. I knew it. Because he was too motherfucking interested in Tommy ass. I knew that was his daddy. Now Tommy got to get in his mama ass about why the fuck she lied about his daddy being fucking dead. And now his daddy in jail and still ain't going to get to spend no time with him. So hell, I guess that's bittersweet. Um, he's struggling with the fact that his mama done lied to him all these years, but you know, hoes do what hoes do. And then Ghost, Stern, and Tate, they done brought my motherfucking delicious, delectable, chocolate drop boo, Lorenz motherfucking Tate on the show. 
by the name of Tate. He's a character whose last name is Tate. He's a congressman, a councilman or something. And Stern hating because, you know, Tate and Ghost part of the Brown community and Stern ain't. Somebody just ain't no damn fraternity. You sound like you a fucking hater, my nigga. So I don't know, like, is Tate going to be a problem for Ghost? Or is he going to be help in the midst of a storm for Ghost? Because Stern, I feel like I got his trick up his ass. But, like, Ghost told Stern, you a silent partner. He is the most talkative on the scene silent partner I don't ever seen him. I was silent. I thought that mean we don't hear you. You supposed to play the back. But you all on the scene trying to be all in front of the video like Puff Daddy. So, I mean, I'm real confused right now. And then the Chinaman, the Fed Chinaman, he don't, he trying to connect dots. You see him confront Proctor. He know that that man missing who uh, Tommy done knifed up and gutted in the man kitchen. And then, you know, Ghost pointed out, you know, Tommy, why did you rely on Proctor to get rid of the body in the fucking tape? Like, you trust that nigga? He's an accessory. So, of course, this shit can come back and bite us in the ass when he need this shit, this evidence to get his ass off the line. He don't owe us nothing because he guess what? He's no longer our fucking lawyer. And even if he was... Still, that evidence would trump all that, you know. So, I mean, they got to get that shit back. Got to figure out what's going on with Proctor. And, um... And why did it take seven long goddamn episodes for these motherfuckers to realize it was Sandoval? Like... Um, Puerto Rico, Miss Puerto Rico, you just realized he was the last person who saw the tape that you saw. That should have gave it to you right then. But your nose ass knows it. Sandoval trying to pull it on a nigga. Also tried to put the tape the nigga off the mouth. Don't brought the sauce and the gun to the door. But the little girl popped up like Jack in the Box. He was inspecting that shit. And they all over at Angel House having a powwow for your ass. They don't figure it out that you was the one that planted the gun. They figured you planted the gun and they know you killed goddamn Greg. And then uh, the your Lobos connection. And then it goes all the way back to James and St. Saint, Patrick, excuse me. And Tommy, like, it's... They got a hell of a weed web and on weed. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited. This episode got me excited to see what's going on. And it's a shame, you know, when your kids... They first realize they parents are fucking liars. Yes, it breaks your heart. It really do. But hell, it is what it is. People lie for whatever reason they feel like they need to. But hell, what can you do about it? I'm back. So let's touch on um, Insecure. What is uh, uh what happened on this episode? This is what has been puzzling me since I started watching the show, um, season one. How the fuck does this bitch afford to live out there in expensive ass California in the after school teacher tutor type situation? That bitch ain't got no real job. You know, I had after school teacher work when I was in college. <laughs> it was like 2000, what, 2006 through 2008, like... What what is what is Issa's title? What the fuck do she do? Um, so yeah, I was I was I'm confused on that. Um, the whole Lawrence and Tasha thing with Tasha calling Lawrence a fuck nigga. She described him perfectly. I met a couple fuck niggas in, in my life, and I'm pretty sure you all have too. And fuck bitches, like just be real. I'm 
the bitch, you know, I can invite you to a family function like a goddamn cookout and don't want your ass. I mean, I just feel like, hell, you might be a person I can have a good time with. We might can blow down together, you know. You don't want to bring anybody and not have a bad time at the family function, you know. So, I mean, I guess they wasn't clear. They maybe should have had that talk that wouldn't we talk. Um, but Tasha, he had just, when you met him, he was in a relationship or just getting out of one or something. So, you know the niggas was going to need downtime. But sitting up in the bed with me in my pajamas and we looking at shows together. Hmm, I guess I'm going to admit signals. But you was watching TV. He wanted to watch that ass because he wanted to have sex and you wanted to sit there and look at TV. So, you know, so I guess neither one of y'all was paying attention to the signals that the other was passing off. Um, y'all need to get y'all shit together. And in this episode, you see Molly and um, Issa just oppose uh, their lives. Issa trying to find a man. You know, she come to Molly to ask her. She asked Molly to teach her how to hold. Molly like, all right. Molly turned down me and Issa trying to get a man. So, you know. I don't know. That was all that pretty much happened on this episode of Insecure. It's a, it's a decent show. You know, I support it because... Uh, the copper toner is all in the show, and um, I think it's kind of funny. Also, I'm trying to figure out if it's a if, that, if she's a transgender or not. But anyway, um, yeah. So that was my spiel on insecure. Okay, so y'all know. Word on the curb is a LeVar Burton, reading rainbow nigga, that nigga. It's supposedly, allegedly being sued by the reading rainbow owners after being accused of theft and extortion. Now, why are they trying to tarnish LeVar Burton legacy? It's supposed to be gold. At the end of the rainbow. Not motherfucking lawsuit. <laughs> so, according to the Shade Room, they credited Talia O uh, at the Closet Ratchet on Instagram. And they're saying that, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Reading Rainbow is currently owned by a public broadcaster in Buffalo, New York called WNED. And they have recently filed... A lawsuit against former host LeVar Burton. He is being sued for copyright infringement, conversion, cyber squatting, violations of the Lanham Act, breach of contract, and interference with customer relations after continuing to use the show's tagline, but you don't have to take my word for it. As they claim he has no legal right to do so. It's an unfortunate situation because Burton has been associated with the phrase for over 20 years. My same sentiments. I mean, niggas want to own everything. But don't want to pay nobody for their services. They don't want nobody else to get their time in the light, man. It's enough light for everybody. But I mean, but if y'all want further on that story, of course, you can go and Google the shit. But um, they coming for burnt head, man, or whatnot. That they, they they apparently he must have been on to some shit. So apparently he. Had raised some money, had a kid started to raise money to start the Reading Rainbow thing back up. And then, you know, I thought it had been like three years in the past and they ain't heard shit. So, I get a, the white folks about some Caucasians like, digger, 
where our money at? You owe us. You making all this money off this fundraiser, Kickstarter and shit. You sitting on the money. You ain't split it with us and you ain't produced no goddamn show. We got to get something out of this motherfucking scenario, you know, because niggas always want they portion. Everybody want a portion. But whatever. So, yeah, I pray for LeVar Burton. And may he find the gold at the end of his rainbow.